What's up, you guys? It's Sean Ross App again, live <laughs> on Fightful. <laughs> it's June 17th. You guys getting sick of me? Well, too bad. Uh, it is happening again. More huge news breaking in the world of wrestling. Uh, this is officially the craziest month that I have ever seen covering pro wrestling in over 12 years now. It is just absolutely guano crazy. I hope you guys enjoy the content we've been putting out. We got more this weekend. Triple Mania and Slammiversary reviews. Denise is leading those. I dropped an interview with Steve Macklin today. I don't want to get lost in the shuffle. But please leave a thumbs up on this video. Please donate a Super Chat or a Humper Chat. I'll tell you more about that in a bit. We are here to review AEW Rampage and SmackDown. But really, there's a couple things that specifically the world's going to want to talk about. Vince McMahon, Sasha Banks, Brock Lesnar. We've got Kate here. Kate, how are you? Uh, you know, I'm just like a little tired. I'm sure much more tired than you are. Um, I'm sure you, <laughs> I only got like seven hours sleep and I'm sure you got like your eight to nine or whatever, but uh, I'm doing, doing all right. I'm proud of you, buddy. And I just, before we even get started, want to say, be really, really nice to our mods today, guys. Please. Yeah, please. <laughs> Be nice with your super chats and your humper chats. Please don't say anything you know that we can't read and make their job easier because, boy, howdy, Sean. We've got quite a show today. Yeah, man, it, it's just wild. It's just it's just a wild uh, time in pro wrestling. MJF, then the Cody injury, Orton injury, Adam Cole, Brian Danielson injuries, then CM Punk and the AEW title, and then... Sasha Banks is she isn't she and then Vince and Jeff Hardy like it it has been the craziest month and still like you will not hear me complaining about that one time I uh, love nothing more than hanging out with you guys talking wrestling and that's what we're here to do to do I have uh, broken an insane amount of news over on fightfulselect.com and even if we're not the ones breaking the news I just want to say uh, Wall Street Journal did an incredible job uh, Raj Geary has done incredible work we're still getting a lot of information, uh, supplemental information. Any stories like that, I'm able to quickly uh, get a lot of info on. And it is up on FightfulSelect.com. Today, we broke our record. I've mentioned this numerous times. After WrestleMania, I expected a steep decline in subscriptions. And I just want to thank you guys so much for believing in what we report and what we confirm and the details that we provide. I think we've, we've proven our track record uh, very effective. We've got a great rapport with an awful lot of talent. I think our, our interview that we did with Macklin that, that ran today is, is a very good indication of that and where I hope that the wrestling media kind of goes. And man, I was getting hit up by like Newsy and the Toronto Star for this this story today. And it, it makes me happy that, that the support that we get lends to that credibility an awful lot. So I want to thank you guys so much because we are a publicly funded wrestling website and we lost money for a long, long time. And Jimmy said, nope, we're going to keep supporting it. It's going to work. And uh, I'm very happy we are where we are. And I'm glad that you guys are here with us. Uh, you can get those questions or statements read uh, by sending in a super chat here on youtube.com slash Fightful. We are also simulcasting to twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Luis, our, our great moderator, big thank you to him. He will be taking those down as well. And you can go to humperchats.com. Some of you might go, what the heck are Humper Chats? Well, they allow you to leave a question or statement before we ever go on the air. 
So uh, they're quite handy. And how about this? Saturday, we got Grapsity. We got the Triple Mania review. Sunday, we got Slammiversary review. Oh, there's so much going on. And let's go ahead and talk about it, Kate. Um, we got Joel saying, Sean, no days off sap. That's how I like it sometimes. And Kyle Collins says, how was the first trip to Bucky's? Okay. <laughs> I worked myself into a shoot. Shout out to my friend, uh, Jesse the Buckeye. She hit me up and she's like, hey, have you been to the Bucky's yet? And the, the Bucky's, because there was one in a nearby city, Richmond. So I had only been to Richmond once. And that was to go train with Jessamine Duke, who eventually would fight in the UFC and uh, wrestle for WWE. And I just remembered, oh, it's 20 minutes outside of Lexington. So I, I hit up the wife and I'm like, hey, let's let's go to Bucky's. We don't have anything to do tonight. I've got a couple hours free. <laughs> well, it's 20 minutes, it's 20 minutes from Lexington, but I live on the opposite side of Lexington from where it's 20 minutes from. So this was a 45 minute trip. And uh <laughs> We went there and I was like, all right, it's a big gas station with a lot of food. Maybe I worked <laughs> myself into a shoot. Very cute uh, mascot. Thumbs up to them for that. But uh, yeah, I I'll tell you what, as far as the, Ru the Ruby versus Ethan Page sheets versus Bucky's battle. I was going to mention that. Yeah. All right. Good listen, thoughts. listen, I was going to tell this story on Ethan Page's vlog, but it's not a thing anymore. So I'm going to tell it right here. When that happened, when the Sheets versus Bucky's thing happened, and I know this is what everybody wants to hear about, not Vince or Sasha or Brock or any of that no. bullshit. Old news. It's about Sheets versus Bucky's. I was I, I was driving to an event. I think it was WrestleCade. And I came across the Sheets and I said, well, you know what? I got to I gotta go in there. I got to go use the restroom. So I might as well chime in on this Sheets-Bucky's battle, right, Kate? Of course. So, so I go in there and it's it's a decent gas station like Sheets is. It's got like a little taco joint, burrito joint, but I got to use the restroom real bad. And I go in there and it's bad. Like that that bathroom smelled so bad I felt like I had to change my passwords after it. Like it was <laughs> it was traumatic. Oh no. Oh, but it didn't stop there, Kate. I've got to use the restroom, but you don't want to use the restroom like that in a restroom that smells like that. You don't want to be a part of that. Well, I'm like, why does it smell so bad? And I look and there's the door is completely like hanging off the stall crooked. And I walk up and I'm like, damn, is this really the case? And I look in and there's a guy standing right there looking right back at me and he's sitting on that toilet. And we locked eyes. We locked what? eyes. We locked eyes. At that point, I became a part of his experience. That's not great. Yeah. Like from that point on, like he's not forgetting that moment. You, if you lock eyes, so with he's somebody, for life. Yeah, well, yeah, you're yeah. doing the business. That's not great. And he says to me, I'm almost done. And I said, buddy, I'm going up the road. Like, do you think that I want to sit there and feel like your warmth? like radiating off that toilet seat so there's with, so many things to unpack and we can't even like get that far into it but i have so many buddy, questions like using it when the door is half off the th like did he kick it, it off I have it so looked many like questions. it looked like karate man sabotaged that sheets and just <laughs> kicked that door down before i went there oh <laughs> man i walked out to the car 
And I said, well, that was traumatic. That was bad. Yeah. Like you are selfless. So you were like, I became a part of your experience. And, and, and like I, I didn't have he it became in a me. part of yours. I didn't have it in me to say like, I'm not going to feel your ass warmth on my ass as well. I just left. I didn't even address him. And I'm sure that like made him feel even more awkward. Right. But I didn't care at that point because the awkwardness that I felt, I was ready to be a little self selfish there. But um, yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's very fair. So that's why I think Bucky's is better than cheats. That's, you know what? <laughs> that's a determining criteria. <laughs> I'll give that to you. Jason says, hi, Kate. Miss seeing you on social media. Oh, I'll be back on the Twitter. But you can still follow me at Kate's And if you're on the old TikTok, I miss Kate Fabe over there. Uh, Luis is saying, are you saying he had eye contact? Yes, he was. Yes, he did. Uh, Reruns Rerun says, here's some money now for the work week. So happy that I moved to Lithuania. You know, it's so funny. People get, a, get this NordVPN and all of a sudden they've got this this intuition they should move to lithuania so they can watch more wrestling shows i don't know it's so weird that there's such a correlation <laughs> uh van twinblade says seven and oh, out of 20 of those plaintiffs on wednesday were glory pro guys hey cool glad they're getting some work and i love me i'm just so glad that's how legal spots are getting or legal yes. cases are getting settled that is how it should be Joel said that I didn't want to, Joel Wood says, I didn't want to titillate my juices. I didn't. I, <laughs> I inhaled some of his juices at that point and not, Ooh, not, gross. Yeah. Are so there, were, gross. there were fumes going around and it was, yeah. If you had chosen to use the stall, you guys would have been ass boys. Yes. Somebody says is, was the bathroom sheets or buckies. It was sheets. And this was months ago. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and and jump into a lot of of what happened and we'll get to some of these uh, <laughs> one of some of these super chats like AJ's it says if SRS had a dollar for every time the past 12 months he said it's the craziest week month in wrestling he would have it he would have $5 yes I would Sova wishes he could get 7 hours of sleep uh, and Corey says more on page news any promotion you'd like to see her in she'd be greatly suited in impact uh, companies can't technically reach out to her yet. Uh, that would be contract tampering. So ask me in about three or four weeks. I can tell you that I did reach out to her for an interview, but her rep uh, declined politely. So they've got an awful lot of uh, inquiries. So eh, happiness and health. Happiness Indeed. and health for Paige. That's it. And Miguel says, Sean Boss Sap. This is my first super chat to any YouTube channel. My wrestling consumption is 5% WWE, 5% AEW, 90% FIFA. Well, thanks so much for, for spending so much time oh. with us uh, because we've got an awful lot to talk about. Whew. Daniel Brown says, Vince coming out uh, as to take the temperature of the fans, right? WWE is just a seven-year-long rerun. It's like watching Seinfeld or Friends, only it's not funny. Zeke Elias is the only interest I have. Well, a lot of people had interest in Vince McMahon. Now, I've got a, a pretty vast series of reports on FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe, guys. I've got uh, – I'm very well connected with a lot of people in, on the WWE roster who have shared their thoughts about this. But it was revealed today that Vince McMahon was stepping aside as chairman and CEO and – um that Stephanie McMahon would be stepping in in the interim, Kate. 
So uh, I was told by a lot of people, they don't really expect anything to change. They don't expect <laughs> much to, to change. And we were told Vince is going to be on SmackDown. And I think Jake Tapper kind of summed it up on CNN tonight. He said, of course he is. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> Why wouldn't he? And he comes out at the beginning of this show, Kate, and he does one of these. And they cut to people like bowing to him and like gleefully clapping. And I had people telling me that they were going to tell him it was a bad idea and that they were going to sound off and all that. And the room was not red. Vince came out uh, amidst these allegations in which we have done numerous shows about already. And not even allegations at this point. Um, his attorney confirmed them uh, to, <clears throat> to multiple outlets, but then he talked about the then, now, together, forever. And then he said, welcome to SmackDown and through the microphone. Crowd crowd started off, it felt like a little boo at first. And then it turned into the crowd singing. Like, I mean, you, you, most people kind of expected this, honestly. I mean, and I think you'd also be surprised at how many people in their audience even know about this stuff. But uh, WWE has disabled comments on the YouTube video. It has the it's getting ratioed on dislikes to likes. This felt incredibly tone deaf, and based on the responses I got from talent, Kate, it ranged from confused to enraged. Yeah, I think I was both of those things. I think that sitting watching at home, I was confused about what the heck this segment was, and then when it became clear that they were going for a ratings pop off of a sex scandal uh, and financial scandal, that seemed extremely um, unethical, inappropriate, and pretty much anything along those lines that you can think of is what was going through my head. I certainly can understand getting caught up in a live crowd, but after knowing what has been admitted to, like you said, not even alleged about this, like, there's no theory of a dead man mediocre theme that's going to get me to pop for this guy. Like, not great. Um, he didn't say anything. The only thing that I think people would have been truly satisfied with would have been him taking some accountability here. And that was just never going to happen. So I think it was a completely unforced error on their part to have him even do the appearance. Um, and as far as what the appearance was, it was short. It was stupid. It was uh, clearly, to me, it just read as a giant ratings ploy and um, was gross. <laughs> it was just kind of gross and extremely disappointing. So I just think that uh, this was the wrong way to go about it for so many reasons. I'm relieved they didn't turn it into a work, but if you're trying to pop ratings off of a very real life situation um, involving a woman's like livelihood and life and um, your egregious use of power, like I, I just can't get behind trying to capitalize on something so disgusting. We've got a lot of super chats about this. Um, no way. Yeah, I thought uh, they were all going to be about Bobby Fish and Darby Allen. Well, Jake Kohler says, "Then now together forever." Promotional malpractice. Farewell, Vince. Thanks to the top tier news coverage, Don Lord. I don't think this is a farewell, Vince. I'm going to have more on this on Fightful Select this weekend, but. He was not selling this whatsoever backstage. Like, not at all. And Volob says, sometimes you look into Vince's eyes and all you see is a cult of personality. Look at the lyrics, my friend. Read them. 
Rob Reed says, I turned off Vince after the, or after I turned off SmackDown after the Vince open, completely gross. Like, if anything, I, I feel like maybe just a short video at the beginning saying, I'll be stepping down. But honestly, when I heard that he wasn't stepping down from creative, I was like, nothing's changing. Nothing's changing at all. And even if he did, even if he stepped down permanently from CEO and chairman, Kate, does he give a shit? Nick Khan runs no. most of that stuff anyway. He cares about creative. He cares about running that. He's got more money than God. How much more could he possibly need? No. I think there's a lot of reasons I would want Vince McMahon to leave creative before this scandal even happened. And now this is just getting worse because I, and it just to me feels like he's going to now double down on everything. Like it's going to get that much harder, that much worse, like with the direction that things have been going because it's going to be his only focus now. So uh, yeah, I'm pretty pessimistic about this overall. I believe I think it was you who said that he has like 80% of the voting so he's not going anywhere. Uh, I just don't understand why there was any need for him to to be on the show tonight at all. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about this all throughout the show, guys. It's just one of those topics. We're going to lace it in and out of everything. James says Sheets was uh, too busy making bomb-ass food to mess with that. <laughs> but uh, Heartless <laughs> says, I feel like I got clickbaited by Vince. You yeah, did. you did. did. Kevin says, not I wonder. Sean, it's not Jeremy, okay? It is Vince. <laughs> Kevin says, I wonder if Vince is, was advised to keep his promo short and not to say much. I was told that it changed a little bit, but I don't know to what extent. And JDB Pringle says, Will Kate please share her point of view as a woman in the wrestling industry on the Vince story? Uh, it is important to note that right now there, there are no, uh, there, there is no civil suit. There is no, no uh, criminal aspect of this. The woman didn't put this out there herself. It was uh, a concerned friend, allegedly. Uh, but Kate, what are your thoughts on this situation? Well, I think it's disgusting. Um, anytime that you ask a woman to sign an NDA for something like this, I think it's disgusting that the phrase passed along like a toy was used in the report. If that's how this went down, um, I think it's, a disgusting violation of their own policy, even though there's no legal allegations, it is in their own policy that you cannot uh, have a sexual relationship that affects a financial one. Um, it did sound like everything was consensual. So that's at least quote unquote good, I guess. But it was also reported that this woman had fallen on hard times and that combined with her getting passed around uh, certainly seems like not only an abuse of power, but like a, a really, really disgusting manipulation of things. Uh, I would say that if you look at Vince McMahon's track record, which we will not get into because we are not going to have a seven hour show that makes people angry. Uh, it, this is not even the worst thing that's out there about him. This is just uh, the most public while they've been a publicly traded company. And I also think that, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. So we'll see what the rest of the investigation turns up. But he has also put himself in a position where he has been Teflon through everything, including the steroid trial. Right. So um, I am pretty hopeless on the idea of him being like fully removed from power. But as far as what's unfolded, it's it's a disgusting abuse of power like we see, unfortunately, like kind of all too often. And I would prefer my like feminist ranting still just be harping on like dumb stuff about the AEW women's division instead of stuff like this. This yeah. is not even wrestling related. This is just like being a woman in a corporate environment related. And um, that's real. 
So that's 10 times worse, 100 times worse, a million times worse. I am hopeless that he'll step away after tonight. After seeing the way that it was handled tonight, um, I sort of agree with the, the common sentiment that everybody on, I don't want to say everybody on the roster, most of the people on the roster I spoke to believe Johnny Ace is the fall guy. It's his latest scapegoat. And Johnny Ace should have been gone a long time ago. Um, yeah. Just for one, because he's bad at his job. Uh, completely, se- completely separate of all that other bullshit. He's bad at his job. So Yeah. And Wrestling. I'll say this too, like, I don't know if men think of this, so this might be like a woman's perspective thing that I can add. It certainly makes me think about things of Tony Two Pies and Ember Moon saying that everybody was told to dress sexier and the way that yeah. toxic attraction is presented to us, like the directives that came from these men specifically that leak down into TV and make women feel uncomfortable and how they're presenting themselves is, of course, like at, at the top of the surface. So that's just something that immediately went through my mind as I think that a lot of people owe Ember Moon an apology or Athena now an apology. Uh, some some super chats, humper chats about the reaction, so to speak. Heartless says, heads up, if you have Chrome, there's a way to see how many dislikes on the video. Right now it has 5K likes and 6, 3K dislikes. Definitely mixed reactions. And Charles Hollier says, we're talking about crowd reactions. We got to acknowledge they'd sweeten. Yes, but you could visibly see people hailing cheering singing the song things like that i mean i don't doubt that they sweetened at all but just just worth noting and james says i believe vince was sent out there tonight just to get an idea of what public opinion is of him right now i hated the together statement oh sent out there vince sent himself out there if he didn't want to go out there he wasn't going to go out there at all he wanted to do that and i don't think that's something that a lot of other people in the company would have suggested Wrestling yeah, when somebody Go had ahead, asked sorry. earlier, sorry, I was just going to say when somebody had asked earlier about, do you think he was advised? I was kind of like, well, by who? Like who's, yeah. I mean, maybe Fox, but nobody's going to be there to advise this guy. He surrounded himself with yes men, not to get too quoting the pipe bomb for you guys, but surrounded himself with yes men clearly. And he's the guy that's in charge. So. JW Pringle says, we've heard about Vince and Steph and their hot tag of the CEO position. Have we heard anything about Johnny Ace when, if he steps away? Everybody expects him to kind of be out. And he, on the other hand, is very disliked. Now, granted, almost everybody that's in that talent relations role is going to be disliked. Except maybe John Cone isn't. I never hear people burying him. So as it turns out, Maybe just some of the people that have been involved in that talent relations role have been assholes. And now they've got a guy around like John Cone who treats people with respect and doesn't do those types of things. And I've never spoken to John Cone before, but um, he seems to be doing pretty well with, with his side of things. And Jim Ross didn't have a, any of that type of stuff. People respected him as well. Irene says, what needs to actually happen in order for Vince to face consequences? Can the board vote him out of power? Does a trial need to happen? Well, I don't know. I, I don't know that there's anything necessarily criminal here uh, in that sense. I mean, can, is it scummy? Sure. But is it illegal? Not really. Um, as far as them voting him out, he's got 80% voting power. Brian says that the Bella's mom divorced Johnny Ace. Listen, I'll do, I'll do respect. I don't want to, I'm, I'm not here to poke into the, the, the marriages of these two guys or uh, those women. I don't care. 
I don't care about <laughs> their marriages or the details or the boundaries of said relationships. We don't know what they're okay with or not okay with or the nature of those relationships. And I'm not here to speculate. Uh, we're talking about this particular uh, intimate relationship because it was investigated by the WWE board. Natural girth, how appropriate, says, uh, what makes a woman willingly participate in an abuse of power by Vince? Uh, by the sounds of it, a lot of money and a, a poor financial position, a um, an abuse of power situation. That, that seems to be uh, the the allegations by Wall Street Journal, at least. Sindral says, had to go to the store tonight. Got back to see all that Vince cared about was showing up and saying, welcome to SmackDown. He needs to go away forever. What a piece of shit. Well, that ain't happening at all. And Wrestling DeLorean said Vince basically said WWE will go on with or without him. Uh, and the Wrestling DeLorean podcast is a huge supporter of Fightful. Well, thank you so much. That's that's what it seemed like to me. It seemed like he just showed up and he said, I ain't going anywhere. I know a lot of people said, oh, maybe it's a subtle goodbye. Oh, I don't think so, Kate. No. No, it was, I think, the opposite. I think it was a subtle, yeah, I stepped down. It's not even a subtle one. I think it was yeah. a a statement of, yeah, I stepped down, but I ain't going anywhere. Like, that's what it felt like to me. Wrestling DeLorean also says, Vince is too old to be acting like a child basking in the glory of negative press. It really felt like that. I mean, one of the people I talked to said that they had a real fear that it'd be like, if you remember Stephanie's speech after the 9-11 thing, where she was like, a few years ago, some really bad people came after my dad type of thing. Like they felt like this was going to be that. Let's get into actual SmackDown. We are still going to talk about uh, this particular skit or this. uh, It felt like a skit. uh, Yeah. But I mean, it didn't feel like a, like a thing that actually mattered, but we got mad cat Moss defeating happy Corbin in what they called the last laugh good let's move on let's let's get a, get away from this i'm ready uh madcap basically murdered corbin a couple weeks ago don't know why we needed to have this again but after the match kate corbin went after pat mcafee who then trolled him a little bit do you think we get a pat mcafee corbin match down the line i hope so i have such a bigger interest in that than anything that has happened yeah. with this madcap moss angle I think, I think it'd be good to add to SummerSlam, honestly. I think that would be great. I think people, because I don't know, in the past three weeks, 87 scandals have broken and things, but like people forgot how over Pat McAfee was at WrestleMania. Like he was kind of the biggest highlight of night two and outside the main event. So um, I think he has a really special connection with the crowd. The way he goes about commentary isn't necessarily for me, but when the product is as stale as it is, I really appreciate him. And I feel like he was great in NXT. His promos that he cut before Mania were great. Like, I, I'm very interested in a Corbin match uh, against Pat McAfee. I also thought in this match, other than Madcap murdering him, the deep six was great. And that choke slam, holy cow, that was a monster choke slam that it we was. got from him. But um, yeah, Corbin and, and Pat McAfee really intrigues me. This match did not. I've seen it a hundred times. I felt like the whole. Blow off was supposed to be Madcap getting a new gimmick, and that already happened. So let's move on. Yeah, um, but I, I think that if you're if you're down Orton, you're down any number of people. Uh, who who else is out? Uh, Cody's out, obviously. 
I think Pat McAfee is a good person to add to SummerSlam. So I'm 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 open to that, and I think that's cool. New Day defended or defeated Jinder Mahal and Shanky. Um, so <laughs> Xavier distracted Shanky, who was doing the Shira Shuffle gimmick, in which I have not been here to talk about, basically doing the Emma dance by playing the trombone. Gender tags in. He gets hit with a kick. New Day should beat these guys. Uh, good for Shanky, I guess. He's doing something. He's dancing, but they're they're really doing. They're really just doing the the Kali viscera big man that does a cute thing gimmick with him. Yeah, no, I I hate this. <laughs> I just like I already had Rick Boogs. I already had Madcap. Like Shanky dancing is not dancing is not a character. Like yes. it's just not. Uh, Paul, um, you've never seen me dance. That's a character trait, Sean. Mm. It's not. It doesn't. It's not all of you. Look at the story we got about sheets earlier. There's so much depth. That's true. That's true. I gotta have Sean. Tyler clip that for sure. <laughs> um. Yeah, the match was serviceable enough. Shanky delivered a really, really mean chop. I guess what I. Like, I'm coming from the perspective of also watching NXT, right? And I feel like the way they're building Sangha and NXT right now is really cool. I kind of wish they would have done that with Veer and or Shanky. I think it's more compelling than the dancing stuff. And I've said before, and I felt this way about the 24-7 title too, was like, I like that silliness when it's sprinkled in to, to wrestling, but it's dominating sure. so much of the show. It's it's just not for me. So, Unfortunately, I, I don't really have a ton good to say about this, except that I'm really excited that New Day seems to maybe have moved on from the brawling brutes. I was getting really tired of that, and New Day has a ton of value in putting I'm, over teams that need assistance. So let's I'm do hoping, that. I'm hoping they're moving on to a heel Viking Raiders. I hope Viking Raiders show up and attack them, and they move on to them because they're coming. Uh, also coming is Max Dupree and titillating juices. Uh, he's not sending anybody out there because the juices are not titillating enough and the lighting isn't good enough. I just want to say I'm glad that he's on this show because uh, it was really old getting 600 tweets from people who pretended they gave a shit about this group last week. There is no way to get people to pretend like they give a shit about something than not showing up when it's advertised because you know how many people I had asking about this group before they weren't on SmackDown last week, a zero. And then all of a sudden, SmackDown comes and goes, and he's not there. And everybody's like, what happened to Max Dupree? Here you See, go. See, this is working for me. I actually like the Max Dupree stuff. Oh, I've I kind of been I do too, but I'm, I'm not going to have people sit there and pretend like they were That's super right. fascinated by it before then. I think that he's great. I've always thought he was great. He's He's been wonderful. I hope he wrestles too, but man. Y'all didn't give a damn about this nearly as much as you were pretending to. <laughs> this has been fun to me. This is kind of the more the vibe of the silliness that I actually really like. Um, and I, I I don't love the gimmick, but I was like, if anybody's going to make me like it, it's going to be him. Um, I also am very into Sami Zayn. Like there's some guys that just the way they deliver stuff, I, I absolutely like. But uh, this is kind of fun. I hope they do announce his client soon i don't think this needs to be like how when fandango was there it was like yeah. you have to say my name right or i'm not wrestling like i want this to drag on too much longer um but in light of tonight's events i think that it's probably a good call that maybe they waited another week because this would have just gotten so swallowed 
What was that you just said? It would have gotten swallowed. I did say it would have gotten swallowed. You mean like magicspoon.com? I was real nervous that wasn't what you were pulling up, buddy. Gosh. Well, listen, I'm not pulling out anything else (laughs) for anybody to swallow besides Magic Spoon and that code Fightful. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving. That honey nut flavor only has one gram of sugar, but only 140 calories per serving. Did I say honey nut? Yes, I did. How about maple waffle, blueberry muffin, cinnamon roll, peanut butter, cookies and cream, cocoa, fruity, frosted. You can make your own custom bundle. All the flavors that you loved when you were a kid, but now it's healthy. Now it's good for you. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. And they just brought back their cereal bars. They were so popular, they brought them back permanently. I can't wait to get my hands on some of these. I love eating them as a snack throughout the day. Go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Grab a custom bundle of cereal. Be sure to use our promo code Fightful at checkout. Save $5 on your order. I've mentioned this before. uh, When I decided over the past year, maybe I want to do some more wrestling. I wanted to get in shape. I dropped 25 pounds. Magic Spoon was a big part of that. Check it out, magicspoon.com, and the code FIGHTFUL. Drew McIntyre and Sheamus match decision. Adam Pierce had them both out, and I actually liked how this played out. Drew got frustrated and beat Sheamus's ass over it, and then Adam Pierce is like, "What? you're in it too, and he's like, oh, shit, my bad. But I like that, I kind of like that he was petty about it. He's like, what, you don't deserve to be in this? And Pierce is like, nah, you're... You're good. You're in it too. I was entertained by this. Um, I will always be entertained by Drew McIntyre kicking someone's ass. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I will. But to have a qualifying match last week mm. that resulted in no decision and the result be both the guys in the qualifying match are in money sure. at the bank is stupid. That is stupid. That is actually <laughs> stupid. That is actually very dumb. Joel says, can't be the only one that thought that was leading to a Blue Chew or Manscaped ad. Buddy, I did. I was getting nervous. (laughs) I had Blue Chew down for tonight, but considering the the nature of the program, I decided, eh, I probably shouldn't do that. Aw, baby. Lonnie Barker says, Sean, tell us a story. Did you have any idea when you left Wrestling Inc. to start Fightful with Jimmy that in four short years you'd be the most trusted journalist in wrestling? Get Great job. Well, thank you very much. It's very kind of you. Um, I hoped so. I hoped that I would have the resources provided in which I could make that happen. And I have, and fortunately I've got a really great staff and uh, for any, for advice for anybody getting into this, don't lie, don't make stuff up slow and steady. Eventually you'll, you'll build that credibility and people will take note of it. Uh, But yeah, it, it makes me very happy to see where we are. Hey, I have some advice. Just ride coattails. Don't work that and hard. Stay, it's so stay much off Twitter. easier. And don't don't get Twitter. Yeah, don't get on Twitter, and just have someone else work really hard, and then just try and get hired by them later. It's way more fun. Oh man, <laughs> Joey Castro says that Kate's bangs look amazing today. They do. Your your bangs look wonderful, Kate. I just got a haircut yesterday. I almost said your Kate's look wonderful bangs. Oh, I mean, we are that synonymous. Yeah. Ben Twinblade says, get a tumbler, Kate. Davey (laughs) Vega was the barber. Okay. I would get a live journal so that I could be live journal friends with CM Punk. 
Joel asks if I've got a, a news on another scoop Raj is waiting on. I know you don't want to scoop him, but do you have any hints? Uh, we're going to talk about it soon. Me, me and Raj are actually. Homage boy Freddie says, holy sheets. After that story, you deserve this and more. Thank you, everyone at Fightful for all the long nights and hard work. Thank you, almighty SRS. Uh, legitimately, big thank you to my team, not just the, the podcasters, but the writers, social media, all that stuff. But Jeremy Lambert, he's been putting in overtime and all that stuff as well. Uh, a reminder, guys, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. You can send bits over there. Luis has his eye on it. I want to thank all of our new followers that we have over there. Big thank you for that. You can also subscribe. Pawnfar says, y'all, it's been a heckins of a week, but Fightful Select has been awesome. Hope you and the Fightful folks get in a good nap after all this. Not just great news, guys, but a, a daily show as well. Two episodes of Sour Graps a week. You got the Q&A show, which I haven't filmed this week, but I did Reckless Speculation in its place. Backstage Report podcast. I do a figure haul or card haul. There's Coexisting After Dark. There's The Weekender. All kinds of good stuff over at FightfulSelect.com. Sean Blanford says, I live in Minneapolis and the stench of desperation coming from this company tonight could be smelled from miles away. From Vince's sad grasp at power to running back Brock again because they won't create new and interesting main event feuds. It's sad. Well, people asking about the Vince thing some more. Ready, set, next says, the Vince promo was something. Not going to lie, should have watched the Tigers getting their ass kicked instead. Love your work. Keep it up. Depressing baseball it might be more depressing than this. And I would <laughs> when know. you're a Reds fan. <laughs> yeah. Nerd Guru says, WWE crowds are so stupid it annoys me to no end. Be smart, people. I get the escapism when you take your kids to the product of a monster and said monster glad-handedly comes out as if nothing happened. At the very least, boo him. I think they did at first. I, I felt like I heard boos at first, but. I think there also might have been a little bit of a controlled crowd reaction. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there were some people not reacting at all, and it was a real loud reaction. <laughs> yeah. Reminder, guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats, and a reminder, we have three really big shows this weekend, too. Triple Mania, uh, Slammiversary, and Grapsity. Matthew Plus says Magic Spoon is perfect for Kate's tasteless bangs. <laughs> they're very good bangs. I can't even pretend they're Read not. Read between the lines, Matthew Plus. All right. Thanks for giving us your money to heal on us. See Sky, Singe, Sky Singe reminds people to Twitch Prime. I don't know what that means, but hey, I wanted to simulcast. I so do. Here we are. I know what it means. Okay. It means that if you have Amazon Prime, you can get a free month of Twitch well, subscription at Fightful Gaming. Uh, Iki Guy sent 200 cheers, tweers, cheers on Twitch. Big thank you. And hey, what's that over there? Says, still can't wrap my head around Sean wanting to be a pastor. It was a thing when I, and I, I said I was 13 or 14, I was 11 or 12. I had that wrong. But Juan Ortiz says, Good swerve there, Sean. Kate almost pulled a Denise with the magic spoon ad. I've corrupted Denise, it's great. Kate At was just already corrupted. Yes. Yeah, no, I. Oh, I came came corrupt. <laughs> Wrestling DeLorean says Vince paid the crowd $3 million to cheer. Well, well played. And Nerd Guru says that Vince pulled a wolf of Wall Street without saying the words, but instead the bullshit mission statement of his company. The man is pure evil, trash human. I can tell that Nerd Guru is not happy about this situation, and I understand. I am not happy about Raquel and Shayna Baszler only getting three minutes. Raquel wins. She's in the money in the bank. It was good, but it was way too short, Kate. 
That is correct. I really wanted to see them beat the ever-loving crap out of each other for a longer time because we don't usually get a collision course of two, like, bigger ass-kicking women uh, in the ring at the same time. And they both work somewhat similarly, similarly enough that it's it was a unique matchup. Uh, and I wish it was longer. Uh, I feel like Raquel... If not one of the four horsewomen, like if Bailey doesn't come back and take it from Ronda, I think Raquel might be the one to to dethrone Ronda. I wouldn't be totally surprised to see it go to her. I just wanted to to read this. Like when people go out of their way to message me on Instagram, which by the way, I do not use for business. This person said, so was Cena Orton a problem? Was Undertaker Lesnar a problem? They happen so much as admit you're biased. And I said, yeah, it fucking sucked, man. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Guys. By the way, guys, um, do not mention the person who is involved in the NDA's name in this chat. <laughs> if you do, you will be banned. Full stop. Um, that is not happening here. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that here. Don't don't say why. No. Don't care. We ain't doing it here. Yeah. Eloquent says. Great job with all the fightful select shirt or work, Sean. Man, see, I'm getting I'm getting dyslexic here. The select fightful select workshop. shirts like you could buy at shop.fightful.com? We don't have any actually. We actually don't. Oh have man. Any. Also, guys, please never message me on Instagram or any other social media <laughs> besides Twitter about pro wrestling. Please. <laughs> please never. Uh we've got SP Rice saying joke to mates. I'm a bad omen for wrestling. I've been following WWE and AEW from Rumble 2022 till now. Oh my God. That was some of the lowest morale I've ever seen then. And he said, since the landscape shifted, hope I ain't making light of the awful shit that's being discussed. No, if we, if we didn't laugh, we'd cry. So why not? We got Gunther reported last Friday on FightfulSelect.com that he had Im impressed people of influence within WWE. I think that's pretty we'll obvious. We'll see how long they're there. Yeah, he, <laughs> we'll see how long they're there, but he won the Intercontinental title. Uh, he's doing good. That's great to hear. He's promoting another match with Ricochet. That's all you need to know. Hey, what's that over there? It says, remember when Shayna was the most feared woman in NXT Black and Gold? Yeah, and I remember when she tried to eat a human. Yeah, she did. She, she did. James Higgins, another Vince consequence of WWE's building to Roman Rocket Mania. There's virtually no way someone like The Rock with a well-built reputation would want anything to do with the company while the issue hangs over it. I think you'd be surprised at what people are willing to look the other way for in the name of money, my friend. Um, I I agree that it's, it's not a, a good mark, but I disagree that people won't look the other way for money. And Justin LaRose says, for your hard work, this month has been crazy. It has been crazy, but thank you. I, I'd rather spend it with you guys than doing about anything else. I have a Wait, question. Okay. Okay, so this is me sending a super chat. Do you mm -hmm. think this will be resolved before? Like, what do you think the timeline is on this being resolved? Do you have any idea? Like, before Rumble? Oh, the, the investigation? Yeah. Do you have any inkling on oh, that? Oh, I would... I mean, if I were to guess, I would say probably this summer they would. I mean, especially with all this pressure on them. Um, okay, I think that they yeah. I think they they might hope that people just kind of ignore it. But 
it's going to be asked on every quarterly call. It's going to be it's going to be a lot. Thank you to Mr. Wurtenberg for subscribing on Twitch. But Shot Kid said nothing to add to Vince. Just want to thank Sean, Kate, Alex, the rest of the Fightful team. If you're ever filling down Blast Willow's theme, we'll be talking about her in a bit. JW Pringle says Maddie Minus is a scutch. Enough said. He is a scutch. You don't know what a scutch is? I don't. I'm sorry. Oh, man. I'm one. That should give you an idea. But it means like a pesky little brat. (laughs) Okay. I got Natal- called it as a kid a few times. Natalia's promoting her match with Rousey. Rousey isn't there. She says she made Rousey tap, even though she didn't. I, I, I'm excited for this match. I hope they add it to Money in the Bank so it'll get some actual time. But how are you feeling about this? I hope it's not a carbon copy of the first one, because we already saw it. Um, but there are two women that can definitely go, and I feel like their style should be good. I'm not necessarily like super into this build, but I'm, I hope what happens between the ropes gets me excited for it. Like, I didn't think the build to Thunder Rosa Serena Deep was that good, but it was a great match. So let's hope it's in that vein. Mark Quill says, in my opinion, Vince's little nonsensical intro probably will have had the opposite effect and it's going to make things worse. And also seems like throwing water onto an active fire, but the water is actually more gasoline. That's not good shit, pal. I I think online, people are like, can you believe this guy? I think internally, he kind of established to his company that he ain't going anywhere. And Joel says, do you think this could be a tryout for Stephanie that could possibly be her temporary role and it could become permanent? I can tell you people that worked for her as recently as last year thought that they said that Stephanie always thought that she was going to get this role as recently as a few years ago. So Nerd Drew says, for Kate, Vince McMahon is going to make money despite himself. He's a millionaire who <laughs> should be a billionaire. You know why he's not a billionaire? Because he surrounds himself with glad-handed, nonsense, gold, douchebaggy. Yes, man. I, like I, John Laurinaitis is the next word. I understood so the reference. I did. <laughs> hey, what's that over there? Wants to see Walter in programs against Pete Dunn, Drew, and Sheamus instead. I agree. Uh, move on past this. But... Um, it's they they had the title match, Ricochet can win a top contender match or something like that. Get his way back. You don't got to do everything two or three times. So Bry asks about Sasha Banks, which I can tell you there are talent that believe she's released. I've not yet confirmed it with WWE. Talent relations hasn't heard anything as of yet. There haven't been people within digital that have heard it. But Bry Harper says if Sasha goes to AEW, who would you have her face? Um, in this order. Thunder Rosa, Dr. Britt Baker, Jade Cargill, all big matches. And Nerd Guru says, Sasha is most likely as good as out, and I'm glad she stood for what she believes in. The catalog she leaves behind is nothing short of incredible. Hope she gets big in Hollywood. I think I'll hope for the four horsemen four-way main event down the road. Not impossible. I agree. In fact, it's probably more possible if Sasha leaves the company because then they'll be like, oh, come back, part-timer, and main event this WrestleMania. They fumbled the bag not doing that four-way at Mania and not doing the Shield triple threat at Mania. Instead, they were running out part-timers all the time. Instead of establishing firmly to their audience or to casual audiences these are the megastars and watch them go. That is a fumble. Big fumble. I think it would be really cool to have Sasha come in 
and have a tag team partner win belts in AEW, have a women's tag team division, and her just be like, here, they're going to mean something. I'd just run the gamut that way. I think that would be super, super fun, but um, we'll see. Well, she could go to Hollywood. She could take a nap for 10 years and come back. Like it's <laughs> the world is her oyster. She's the one with the leverage right now. Scotty Bobox says, I said this to Denise and Tempest earlier. There is 100% a Donald Trump like play for vanity. I would say Vince is delusional, but there were enough people to justify this search for affirmation. He was high-fiving fans for F's sakes. I mean, listen, if, if you're going to get hurt over a political reference based on what we're seeing with these January 6th hearings, I don't know, cry about it, cope. I mean, it's very clear. That's It's very similar. That's the type of thing that was going on. A guy that was lying to himself and putting on a happy face and saying, everything's okay, it's good. It wasn't. It is very much the... This is fine meme with the fire all around you. <laughs> Sky Sin subscribed on Twitch. Big thank you. And Scott Tucky says, thanks for all you do. Went to another channel and they made fun of my donation to them. Thanks for making this a safe place. Well, thank you for, for sending us a super chat. Um, we are unless, never going to make fun of you for sending us Listen, money. I can't promise that. I'm not going to promise that. But I appreciate you. We won't make fun of you for sending us money. Yeah, we'll absolutely We'll make fun of not. you based on what you said, but for sending us money, never. There you go. Call Me Crazy talks about Roman Reigns defeating Riddle, but let's talk. Uh, we'll, we'll read the super chat in a minute. Sorry, Call Me Crazy. Uh, I should have mentioned that uh, the Riddle promo before. He confirmed a Fightful Select report. Please subscribe. Thursday that Randy Orton's out. He was uh, supposed to face Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. That ain't happening. And that Randy Orton has to have an operation. They leaned into it so much. I was like, I was thinking, did I get worked? Is he about to come out and hit an RKO on somebody? No, they were just setting it up for the future. But Roman Reigns defeated Riddle. WWE title match. Let, let's be honest. I don't work a lot of Fridays anymore. I had already decided to work tonight because we got a world title match on SmackDown. And it was a good title match because Riddle is, I think, one of the best in the world. Uh, you know, plenty of other controversial shit surrounding Riddle, but in the ring, he is fantastic. Roman Reigns is awesome. Uh, put on a main event level performance. Ended like five minutes before the show went off the air even. They had to kill a little bit of time. But I thought that that Riddle did well in a spot as a title challenger in something that has built for quite a while. Now you can move him on to something else. They can move him on to something else. We'll see if they do, though. I do think Orton being out and for a significant amount of time means that he will. I think there was going to be a play to have it be Orton and Reigns at SummerSlam. Uh, that obviously changed with the events post-match, but there was a lot that I really liked about this, this match that we saw. Um, his corkscrew moonsault is insane. Like, just absolutely nuts. I also liked that he jumped Roman at the bell. I feel like so many of Roman's matches are like, we're feeling each other out. We're feeling each other out. It was nice to see come on someone come out and just straight up attack him. And I loved the spear in the midair. And I loved jumping into the RKO, like both really, really, really great spots that I felt like had main event storytelling behind them, which was fantastic. I do have to question the timing of Roman's return. I feel like it was more of a reaction to Cody being out than the Vince news, but man, oh man, did they coincide um, it felt to me like maybe somebody knew something was coming down the pike and they wanted to let people leave on something that they liked and were happy about. But to me, that felt like 
all right, Cody's out. We have no titles. We got to get Roman back into the picture at some point. And then obviously we saw what happened post-match, but just some really great action between the ropes and some really nice storytelling that I feel like sometimes with Riddle, I'm very impressed by what he does in the ring, but the story's not there. The story was there yeah. tonight, and I really liked this. James says, is it bad? I'd rather see Riddle and Roman again against uh, than another Brock and Roman match. I love that match tonight. Um, no, it's not, uh, because Brock Lesnar came out after this, and I was like, oh, shit, Brock Lesnar, and I was so excited, and then I was like, wait. It means it's happening again. I felt like I was in fucking Twin Peaks. And that bald guy was out there. It is happening again. I swore <laughs> over and over. Mania 2015. Fastlane 2016 in a triple threat. SummerSlam 2017 in a four-way. Mania 2018. Greatest Royal Rumble. SummerSlam. It was booked for the fall of uh, 2018 before Reigns had to take time off. Crown Jewel 21. WrestleMania 38. And now SummerSlam 2022. If you had any doubt that Vince McMahon was still running the show, boy, <laughs> he plopped that wrinkly dick out on the table and said, here we go, Brock and Roman. Fuck. This guy back here is probably high-fiving people in Gorilla. I showed him. I showed him. I beat, I beat the case. I beat the charges. I beat the investigation. Ah, oh, business as usual. Business as usual, all right. That was a text that talent got on Wednesday. Business as usual. Well, did you have any questions? Because if you did, you got Brock and fucking Roman. Again, buddy. Again. Are you kidding me? Listen, I know there'll be some dorks on Reddit that's like, oh my God, Sean's getting so mad about this wrestling stuff. I'm not mad. I'll use the term incredulous. I can't use the term incredulous because that implies that I couldn't believe that something happened. I absolutely believe this happened. And how do I believe that it happened, Kate? Well, I don't know because when they set it up for Mania, I was like, shit again. When they set it up for Crown Jewel, I said, shit again. Come on, man. This They have been trying to make Fetch happen for seven years. Seven years. Move somebody else into this. Have Brock face Riddle. Let them beat the shit out of each other for 10 minutes. I don't care. Have Roman face anybody else. I Who? I don't care who. And somebody he hasn't faced a hundred times. Holy shit, Kate. How you feel about this? I'm really excited about that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am scared if that's where you're at to think about what Alex is going to do on Sour Graps after this. But um, <laughs> I I'm, I didn't actually really have a reaction. I didn't pop when he came out. I, I'm just... Lather, rinse, repeat. Like, I'm so... I was so bored of this feud but by WrestleMania. This is lather, rinse, repeat... With the same bottle of like five in one shampoo, conditioner, Perplus, body wash man. that they're now pouring water in to dilute. Like, this is horrible. Like, come on, man. What? Anything. What is, else. what is left? What is left? And the frustrating part about it is, right? If you pull away from the fact we've seen it 900 times and it was boring and the feud already ran too long up till two months ago, all of that aside, which is setting. <laughs> A lot aside. It was supposed to be the main event at day main one. Event at day one. Yeah. <laughs> oh Dear my Lord. God. 
They refused to make any new stars. You know who I thought might have been coming Jay out? Said there's no one left. That's true. There's no one left, and the same guy comes out. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. John, uh, I thought they were going to bring out Braun Breaker. Or Carmelo Hayes. I wish. I wish. Or, I don't think Carmelo Hayes is know, in that spot. They, but. for some freaking reason, think that Theory is the future of this company. I don't get it. I don't understand recycled Tyler Breeze being the future of your company. The only memorable thing he's done is take an F5 from Brock Lesnar in an Elimination Chamber match. And I don't get the appeal to him. They seem to be shoving us down our throats at every turn. You're not going to give us that versus Roman Reigns? Bobby did the belt motion. Do that instead. Juan Ortiz says, had to give you some money for the Twin Peaks reference, Sean. And That was a good one. History says, a Twin Peaks reference. I see your man of culture as well. Shout out to our friend Maggie of coexisting with Rob and Maggie, a big uh, Twin Peaks fan. I got her the diary of Laura Palmer for her birthday, and it's been sent back by customs twice. Oh, no. Thanks for nothing for my birthday, though. I appreciate it. I got you something for your birthday. I got you something for your birthday. It was... um, You left the show? I sent it to you. I sent it to you in your Twitter DM. Sorry, you didn't get it. (laughs) Oh, no. Volov says, free episode of Sour Graps with Sean. Andrizelton says, go off, Dong Lord. Fear and Loathing in New York says, SRS and Kate's Bangs Appreciation Chat. You think internally Sasha was viewed as a B-plus player. I think almost everybody is viewed as interchangeable in WWE, unfortunately and sadly. Roy says, Prince Pretty could go. Don't stain his name. I like him just fine. I said that theory was a recycled version of him. I don't think there's anything wrong with Tyler Breeze. I thought he was great. But the selfie thing was his. And they were like, we're gonna, we're gonna cut him up into parts and we're gonna give theory the selfies and we're gonna give the flamboyance to pretty deadly and we're gonna let Tyler Breeze go. Stupid. Shane Ha says, Who do you think Goldberg faces at SummerSlam? Brock and uh, Roman I... in a triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Quill says, just want to send this Humber chat in appreciation of Kate, Alex, etc. All at all at Fightful for helping me inspire getting into journalism, wrestling, and writing. I appreciate the kindness and thanks for the support. Well, I hope so you sorry. I hope you I wish you luck, obviously. And uh sorry, I gotta block weirdos that are messaging me during the show on Instagram. Guys, listen, I don't care what you have to say. You can send it to me on Twitter, you can send it to me in a tweet. That I don't I don't want to. I don't care if you don't like my tweets about wrestling. Just, just don't. Just don't. We're here. We're here to talk about happy stuff. It's all positive vibes on this show. If you couldn't <laughs> tell, don't infiltrate the DMs of my Twitter or my Instagram, which says not for wrestling. There is no wrestling stuff here. No, it's actually, and I mean this in the most delightful way possible, pretty boring. Yes. I, <laughs> I intentionally, mean that in a good way. <laughs> I want the most boring Instagram possible. Will there occasionally be pictures of people in wrestling I'm friends with? Yeah, but I don't want your DMs about it. Keep that on Twitter. If you don't have a Twitter, make a Twitter. I don't care. I'm not answering it on Instagram. Don't send them. Or don't send them. I, I like hearing from people. I know. Uh, Go away. <laughs> Heartless says SRS pipe bomb 2022 and call me crazy says, I wonder how the BTS went for the main event 
Riddle said not even a year ago Roman didn't like him. Did they ever talk things out? I know Randy was trying to help. Found it odd Roman didn't have more interaction in the buildup of the match. So Riddle initially rubs a lot of people the wrong way, and then almost always when they get to talk to him, that usually gets fixed. Um, I mean, I heard I heard the story, the, the popular story that I heard about Riddle meeting Vince was after he supposedly had heat with Brock and Goldberg. And I guess that Vince brought him in and said, you know, you got some heat with some pretty big fellas. And Riddle's like, do I give a shit? And Vince, I guess, loved it. Vince is like, what? Oh, of course he did. And Riddle's like, you like money, don't you? So do I. Let's make something. And I guess Vince was like, Triple H, we want this guy up here. Make your plans to get him out of NXT. And they had to do it. Uh, Rob Wilkins, a Fightful Overbook, said, made it home. Kid next to me threw up on my Kobe's. <laughs> then Vince pretty much did the same thing. Vince's reaction <laughs> oh, was no. start off. Don't sit by oh, the pyro. No. Oh, no. gosh. Vincent reminds us Roman Brock was supposed to be at day one. Chris wishes that Bobby came out instead of Brock. Me too. Oblivious Kyrie, ready for Roman Brock matches all year long? I hope not. I hope not. And Vincent says, I need Seth to commit Heist of the Century Part 2 at SummerSlam. That would be entertaining. That would be good. I would, oh, if he did that again in that match, that would be a great way to switch that. Hey, what's that over there? Says Brock and Roman is a new two-man power trip is a way better idea. That could be entertaining just because it would be different. But um, I don't know. I don't know if they'll pull the trigger on that. I doubt it. John Austin says, give us Rollins and Roman at, rather than Roman and Brock 700. <sighs> They're not doing it. Not right now. Mark Adam X says, I question. <laughs> Mark Adam X says, I can't tell. Are you two into Brock and Roman happening again or not? I'll, I'll wait yeah. and see. I'll let it play out. I loved it. No, uh, I have a question, though. Do you sure. think Brock coming back means that The Rock might not be super interested? No, I don't think that has too far away to, to like. Yeah, I think it's way okay. too far away. I don't know. I think this is the next WrestleMania main event. Takers Dong <laughs> says, all my Lithuanian homies hate Vince. Well, you know what your Lithuanian friends love? They love NordVPN.com slash Fightful because let me tell you, when you live in Lithuania, and by that I mean you change your virtual location to Lithuania, you can get access to a lot of wrestling content that you can't get other, other places with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. They've got this great deal. You, you get your great deal. On top of that, how about this? An additional month free plus a 30-day money-back guarantee in case you don't like it for any reason. But now they've got new bundles. They got Standard, which is the VPN only. They got the Plus, which is the VPN plus the Pass. And Complete, which has VPN, Pass, and a locker. And the great thing is it works on all your devices all over the place. Phone, tablet, laptop, desktop, PC, router. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I mentioned this, uh, and I'll keep mentioning it. This week, I uh, was downloading games on the new PlayStation Plus, cheap plug. And my internet speed was so slow because I have what's called a dynamic IP and it changes. And the one that it changed to, PlayStation didn't like and it throttled my speed. So I applied NordVPN to my router, got my IP changed. My speeds were much better on PlayStation Network. It was a lifesaver. Got to download Dangerous Golf and Ninja Turtles. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Love them. We got more Super Chats. This is a rare occasion where WWE Super Chats just dominate our post-show. Get them in. Super Chats, Humper Chats, they all mean a lot. Also, Bits over on Twitch. Cadillac Carson says, do you think Seth wins money in the bank and somehow cashes it in at SummerSlam like WrestleMania? Well, I think um, Seth does win money in the bank, Kate. I think he is the most creative option right now for that. Uh, yeah, the obvious choice isn't always the You're one You're a panelist on this show, Kurt. If you no. wanted to talk about it. Well, yes, that's the thing that they should do. They just don't do that very often. So I don't know if I have faith Fair. about that, especially now with Brock Lesnar coming back. Like, what if they just throw Brock in it and Brock cashes in, like, for a title shot against Roman at SummerSlam? That certainly seems plausible now. Yes, it should be Seth. Yes, I want it to be Kevin Owens. It's probably going to be Brock now that Cody's out. Do you like my analysis now, Sean? Yeah. That was, well, that was good. Thank Yankee you. Ram says, what are the chances Gunther faces Roman by Survivor Series? I think it's possible. I, th- I think it's possible. Uh, Brock is, and Roman is official for, for SummerSlam, by the way, but NerdGuru says, the Brock and Roman feud buried literally everyone, including Big E, and we're doing it again, WTF. Yeah, it shows everybody on the roster that they are inconsequential and they are not good enough to compete for this title on a pay-per-view. For uh, both because, because the last person, by the way, to compete against Roman Reigns for the title on pay-per-view was Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Ryan said, this is the feud that never ends. It goes on and on, my friends. Over this Brock-Roman forever feud results of not being able to create new stars. It's frustrating because they have the talent but don't utilize them. It's the same thing. How many times are we going to get a return? And then they do that same match. Yeah, with Matt, the same results. Like Matt Raykeel says, Happy Friday, Sean and Kate. Acknowledging you guys that Vince interview, wowzers, Brock Roman again. No creativity whatsoever. Got to agree with you, Matt. Fear and Loathing says, My desire to see Roman and Brock again is the same as Vince wanting to show any remorse for his actions. Damn. Well, he was excited about something tonight. Building Nexus says, if Seth is fighting Cody at Mania and not Roman, should Brock be added to the match to make it more challenging for Cody? Because where's the drama in beating a guy you've already beaten three times? Well, if, okay, so Cody came back for the WWE title. Where's the drama in beating a guy you've beaten three times? One, he destroyed your peck even more with a sledgehammer. And he got a hold of that championship that is the reason that you came back. 
Uh, I think there's a little bit of drama there. James Higgins says, any prospect they split the belts at SummerSlam with Brock winning the WWE title back. Brock as the frequently more visible of the champs would be wild. It would be. Um, I do think they should split the titles. This was very clearly a terrible decision to combine the titles, Kate. Yeah, I think it was a really bad call, but I also think it seems more and more like we're merging rosters, which makes me think that that split would not be coming. But that was my initial thought was like, maybe he only puts one on the line and says, I never really cared about Raw anyway. I think a lot of people thought that was going to be the case on Raw after Mania. But I feel like we're getting more and more crossover between Raw and SmackDown. I wonder how Fox feels about that, having paid significantly more for for SmackDown than uh, USA is paying for, for Raw. But I feel like merging the rosters is a sign that that's not going to happen, but I think it's something that they desperately should do, especially if Roman's not going to be around. Merging the titles to put him on a guy who's not going to be around for two pay-per-view cycles was a real bad, real weird call. Uh, Now, I do want to say, some people are mentioning that the the Roman-Brock matches last man standing, and Jake says it's still a stupid idea from Bag Creative. I'm telling you, what if they both knock each other out and Seth just cashes in and stands there? And it's the double count out to 10. And Seth just moseys out with the title. Oh, it's so terrible. It's so terrible. No. Big Jason. <laughs> I'm just telling you. No. Uh, Mike Preventure says having CD sticker paper follow Vince was wild. That's a reference to Riddle. Um, I, I think they, I honestly think that WWE truly believes Riddle in that situation. Uh, Cadillac Carson says, we also never had Sasha Banks as Miss Money in the Bank, did we? Seemed like an easy shot. There's They missed the ball a lot on her, a lot on her. Joel yeah, says, I feel like they just kept waiting. I feel like she was just constantly on hold in their eyes. Like that chat about her being a B-plus player, I don't think they thought that. I just think they thought we can heat her up anytime that we want. And now, yeah. Joel Wood says, assuming Sasha leaves, do you think uh, she returns by next year's Mania, or do you think it'll be a few years? I think they'd try to get her back uh, for for Mania. I do. I think they'd be like, part-timer? Who we got, Sasha? Shotkid says, do you think between the investigation and business-as-usual crap, there will be a wave of talent requesting out? Uh, I think possibly, depending on how things go over the next few weeks, there might be some more people who, who lean that way. Heartless says, don't give them ideas, Sean. Listen, I would kind of enjoy that idea. I would, but just because I thought of it and they used it. (laughs) That's probably the only way. I would like them to put the title on Seth. Sure. No, not that way. Not like this. (laughs) Cadillac Carson says, remember when Wrestling Twitter World imploded over the Cody news? Uh, Seems like we keep imploding week after week. I wonder when the next big thing happens. Oh, wait, Brock's here. I mean, <laughs> legitimately, I've I've never encountered. I, I was saying the week, but now it's the month. It went from MJF to Double or Nothing to CM Punk to Adam Cole and Brian Danielson being lost in the shuffle to interim title to Hell in a Cell to Cody to Roman's not going to be at Money in the Bank to Jericho and MVP apparently got into a fight or almost got into a fight to Randy Orton's hurting. 
Jeff Hardy. The week before MJF was Sasha and Naomi. Sasha like and Naomi. <laughs> and then are Sasha and Naomi, like, what's going on there? Okay, we're finding that out. Jeff Hardy, unfortunately. Jeff Hardy, the Vince McMahon thing. Vince steps down. Then Brock's back. Damn. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Jake Salazar says, my last chat was for Cody versus Seth continuing. Listen, I don't think that's necessarily a bad creative idea. Is it redundant? Sure, it's redundant, but they also they have had bangers. Normally, would I be a fan of it? No, but I do think this does make creative sense. The guy that Cody beat three times, weaseling his way, like how, how else could he possibly get a rematch? Well, if he attacked the guy's peck with a sledgehammer and got the title that Cody Rhodes earned a, a shot at and kind of forced himself into that, well, that, that would be uh, a way to do that. I think he wins the briefcase, Seth does, and then Brock Lesnar sneezes on him, and Seth throws it in the air, yeah. and Brock Lesnar catches it, and that's it. Wrestle Vibes asks how I'm liking Shredder's Revenge. Uh, Shredder's Revenge is the new Ninja Turtles game. Turtles in Time is my favorite video game of all time. I've been waiting for years and years and years for this, and I'm waiting to play it with my cousin who I played the original with. So I, I tried a little bit of it and it was so much fun. So I'm going to, I'm going to play it very soon. Speaking of you consuming media, you have mm -hmm. never seen a league of their own. No, I'm going to watch it this weekend. Hopefully. I, I will, I will stop all the wrestling companies from listen, having Listen, listen, here's the thing, Kate. I'm a misogynist, so I don't care about that shit. Well, I know that. Just, just going on. <laughs> Hey, what's that over there? It says, have you seen the guy seen the rock giving Tamina a new house? Cause that was truly heartwarming. And I said, Roman Reigns fight back Buy me a house. Yeah. Yeah. Buy everybody houses. JW Pringle says SRS needs a burrito, a root bear and a nap. Shout out to my friends at a and W. They sent me that big frosty ass <laughs> mug. That's like a good house impression. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I sent him a message and I was like, I always think of you when I pass our a and w and he was like good oh my god i always think of my cool wrestling friends when i pass a and w yeah too many you don't have any oh i do you don't you don't i have at least three you don't you don't each of lsg's initials don't count lsg Jake, dan barry and i are best friends how dare you who else who else you got i'm not gonna say on there okay okay whoa, whoa. Jake Salazar says your joke scenario is better than whatever they come up with. Also, it'd be utterly hilarious. It would. It would. We're almost through WWE Super Chats. Chris says, Roman was looking a little extra thick tonight. Not going to lie. Still don't know why people think it's something way more serious, though. I don't think it's My serious. He, rest, he wrestled a main event match. He's been on the private island, though. He's got to eat good. Big J says, watch the Vince opening and shut off SmackDown. Absurd that people cheered. What's the end game in that situation? Brock, Roman, again, really? Yeah, that's the end game. As far as people cheering, you you might underestimate how many people just don't. They don't read. They don't care about what we're talking about. They don't care. Distry says, I like the idea of Seth's countout cashed in as a finish. It'd be a good metaphor for the state the company is in. <laughs> that's true. It's a representative, that's for sure. Guys, please leave a thumbs up. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. I would greatly appreciate it. Cloud says, if Sasha's gone, it sucks to see a Hall of Fame career end in such a negative way. What do you think the chances are of her coming back to WWE? Uh, 
I think that she that business is business, and I think that they'll be smart about it eventually. And by they, I mean WWE. I think Sasha's very smart about a lot of things she does. I think there's a reason she gets on Good Mythical Morning and Cold as Balls and Hot Ones and The Mandalorian, and everybody else doesn't. Because you you mean to tell me that a lot of these other people on the roster couldn't be put in that position? Of course they could, but she gets that stuff. Jeremy says, WWE is going to swerve us all, make the Mania event a fatal four-way. Brock, Roman, Rock, Cena, just show all parts are interchangeable. Honestly, that sounds like a fucking banger. I would love that. That would be awesome. That would be wonderful. I wish they would do that. That would be a blast. Jake says that Roman was letting Nikita food plan. Hey, let's not let's not body shame or anything like that. I don't care how much anybody weighs. I don't think anybody's shaming her. Uh, you know what? That's probably a good point. Too. <laughs> I, think most I stand corrected. Like, I stand corrected. Uh, <laughs> Nerd Guru says Brock and Roman part infinity is the laziest thing ever. I get it. Brock is a glass in case of emergency break. Yeah, you all get it. But who could possibly care? Seth's got to win the briefcase, cash in on Roman. Cody wins the Rumble. Cody beats Seth at Mania. See, some people are in on this. And you just don't do anything with Braun Breaker that whole time. He just stays in NXT. Well, I tell you what, you don't do. You don't give him a media interview because mine was horrible with him. His with Denise was so bad she didn't even run it. The one I had with him, like he asked for it, and people were like, "Man, he clearly didn't like Sean." I'm like, dude came right over and he's like, I want to make sure to do an interview with you. I liked our last one. We don't have good chemistry. Jake says, meant that in a good way. Paul says, stuff like what Vince did and his reaction to news worries me for my daughter's futures. Wouldn't send him in. in The good news is he's 76. So I don't. 77, I think. Is he really? I think he's 77. Hopefully, not to be morbid, but we clear certain humps in society. By the time your daughter grows up. Aaron World Order says, Rock Roman, loser buys Sean a house. I wish. Well, we you got through got the- one. See if yeah, Pug bought your listen, house. I want more. I want more. And says, what about Cody Orton for the title at Mania? I don't, I don't know. I'm not confident that Randy Orton would even be ready. Not confident. That sucks. A- AEW. Coxhead says, just saw Young Bucks Lucha Brothers match from Rampage a couple weeks ago. Do you guys enjoy that many false finishes? Super Body Splash Canadian Destroyer spot should have been it for me. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I would say about 95% of false finishes after a pile driver I have seen, I don't like. That's just how I am. But that's that's how I feel. What did you feel about the false finishes? Um, I agree with you that there's some moves that are should be devastating enough that it it doesn't lead to anything. And that's probably one of them. I just had another person say that their interview with Braum was so bad. They didn't air it either. Do they tell you that on Instagram? They told it to me on Twitter because they have some decorum. (laughs) Jake says, just bring Hulk Hogan back while we're at it. Yikes. Who is the favorite to win money in the bank? I think Lacey Evans is going to win it. I think so. And Joel says, by by you saying 90% that Sasha Banks will come back to WWE, are you implying she isn't likely to join AEW because they usually sign people to three-year deals? What are the chances Naomi returns? I think Naomi will come back. Uh, No, I think that Sasha Banks can call her own shot. I think if she wants to come in and do four AEW matches, they'll say, shit, let's do it. We just want you on our screen. We want you in our video library. 
Uh, I think that eventually she'll be back in WWE because she had maintained a good relationship with uh, with Vince in the past. Van Twinblade says, told you all Rampage was can't miss TV this week. It was good, but let's believe this. I ain't spending a ton of time on it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> John Moxley defeats Dante Martin. Ricardo says the Mox audio book is awesome. Get it? Well, his book is awesome. Uh, I enjoyed this match. John Moxley has great chemistry with everybody, but this is the type of match I like to see. I would love to see Roman Reigns compete in a match like this. I'd love to see Roman Reigns defend against Ricochet. Ricochet wins like five matches in a row. He goes on this hot streak, and they're like, give him a title shot. All right, have a six to eight minute banger. I would love that. John Moxley wins. This made a lot of sense. Sean, you can't see Dante Martin versus Roman Reigns. They work in different companies. You're such an idiot. (laughs) What'd you think of the match, Kate? Oh, the match. Uh, I loved it. Dante Martin had a ridiculous head scissors takedown that I really liked. I'm always a mark for Mox and Eddie. Oh. I'm always a mark for Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Asking for chops. I think that's super, super fun. Um, I appreciate it on commentary. Taz saying that you never let somebody wrestle your own style. I just thought that was a really great way to um, articulate a concept that I think a lot of people dance around. So I thought that was really, really fun. Um, Why nobody will ever cravat me, ever. You you be careful with that, sir. Because if you come back to Arthur Ashe. (laughs) I'm just saying. Kate. Uh, I I know so many moves in and out of the cravat. I know so many transitions. I know so many moves. Like I'm I'm serious. I could work a whole match and just do cravat related stuff legitimately. Well, good for you. I I am the Nakamura of cravats. I love cravats. They're like one of my favorite moves. They're they're a very versatile move. They are. There was one on SmackDown tonight and there were 11 camera cuts during it. I worked a pin in a catch wrestling match uh, out of a cravat, and it worked, and I got the win. And I'm very proud of that. I'm just saying, I'm I'm a cravat legend. Uh, Hook is going to handle these young boy dojo lion hearts, as uh, Danhausen calls them. Joey Bag of Donuts says this segment could have been Danhausen reading from a phone book, and I'd still laugh my ass off. They're great. We got Gun Club and Max Caster defeating Leon Ruff in Bear Country. It's good to see Leon Ruff on TV again. He got a raw deal. Uh, I'm glad that uh, that Max Caster and the Gun Club are still doing stuff on TV. Glad that that Anthony Bowens is still around in some capacity, but um, they could have very easily just taken him off TV altogether. But this made a lot of sense, but honestly, it kind of felt like it should have been on Dark. Yeah, this was... Uh, just kind of there for me. I agree with you. I'm a big, big fan of Anthony Bowen, so I really like seeing him. One might say that I'm friends with him, but I'm really not. I was who Bowen's. I'm I'm friendly yeah. with him. Yeah, he's great. Um, and I too love that he is still on television. They're really good at having injured talent in wheelchairs getting themselves over. Apparently, yeah. But this was this was perfectly serviceable. I agree with you. It didn't need to be necessarily on rampage but um nothing harmful about it by any means just just was kind of there what was the vince line what what did vince what did he say about vince uh something oh he he just mentioned yeah okay there we go 
Ashan says, do you think WWE needs The Rock back now more than ever? Yeah, I do. I do. Jordan McClure says, a little off topic. Do you think the merger of Discovery Warner Media will pave the way for Briscoe Brothers to enter AEW? Nope. Nope, not at all. Jake Salazar says, maybe call up Braun and get him and Money in the Bank. I wish they would, but I don't think they are. Mark asks if I'm trying to get Kate back on Twitter. No, I would never ask Kate to come back to Twitter legitimately. As much as I miss her on there, I would never knowingly say, please sign up for Twitter. Unless you start messaging me on Instagram, then I will. <laughs> then I, I will say that in general, um, Sean's incredibly kind and patient with that and pretty much any other matter and you give me a lot of free reign to do what i want on here okay. and i look like the I bucky's logo <laughs> get some beaver nugs oh you look like the guy in the sheets bathroom <laughs> oh no he looked at me and it was like this it, it, there was a sense of shame in his eyes he went oh no like he he looked up with like these sad dog eyes. It was like, and I was oh, like, man. oh no, oh, rough day no. at the office for that guy. James says, "Do you think this will be in the Vince McMahon documentary? If it ends up well for him, possibly because I think WWE has right to final cut there." I was gonna say, it depends who's producing it. Hager's Dong says, "Riddle main eventing Sean number one reporter Denise muted fightful building stars out there, indeed." House of Black Death Triangle promo. You also got Swerve in their glory. You had Lethal and Sanjay out there talking their shit. What stood out to you about the, these promos, these segments? I really liked uh, Swerve and Keith Lee the most, I think. I just thought that was a fantastic justification for why they behaved the way that they did. I loved Keith Lee's attitude in the whole thing. I will always pop for him saying indubitably, that makes me laugh every time, but I also like she was like 30 seconds because he's a guy that could legitimately kick someone's ass. And I I just think the the world of Swerve, I thought he was great. House of Black versus um, Death Triangle, I think is something that I would be very excited to continue to see. So if they're going to keep that train going, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, these were, these were perfectly fine, but my favorite was Keith Lee and Swerve for sure. Guys, leave us a thumbs up. Get us to 1K. We got like, 2300 of you watching across platforms now i just need like ah 600 more of you to leave that thumbs up it means an awful lot it gets us in front of more people mike preventure says ali's gonna win money in the bank only for goldberg's music to play or he was about to win it <laughs> ali to freeze up with ptsd and goldberg to win a match he was never in yikes oh do Ready you set. think that people who wanted their releases are more likely to get them now like ali yes. and Roddy strong yeah, I think they are. Ready, set, mech says next week is the go-home show for Forbidden Door, and it's before blood and guts for Yas and Team Kingston. Do you think it might be an issue heading into next week, or am I overreacting? No, I think there's enough stuff that they can do and they can promote to where you, you can pull that off in a smart way. And Wombat in Combat says it's because Black is taking on Penta. Well, there you go, Kate. Well, there you go. That's Hi. great. That'll be an awesome match. Tyson's a nice super chat and says, thanks for all the hard work you're putting in, Sean. We wrestling fans appreciate it. Who do you think will be challenging for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship at Forbidden Door? I think both Cole and, and Hangman. I think that's the way you do it. I think that would be really, really good. Jade Cargill defeated Willow Nightingale pretty quickly. Uh, Eloquent says, Stokely might be 
my favorite AEW signing. And Jake says, I was wheezing when Statlander slapped Stokely. Oh, it's so good. Stokely is fantastic. I love this guy. Uh, this is what we always knew he could be. This is closer to the Stokely that got himself hired by WWE. This is the Stokely that we we wanted to see for so long that that mixes comedy with putting people over with uh, just making an entertainment seg an entertaining segment. Stokely is so good, and I don't necessarily want this to be all about Stokely because Jade had an impressive showing as well, and I love Willow Nightingale. I thought uh, Athena looked really good. That Eclipse always looks masterful. Glad to see her there as well. Um, and I know Russell Kingdom said match had a pedigree and botches. Uh, I was I was more worried about seeing Willow in there, but I thought that for the short match it was thought it was fine. And also, honestly, I mean, a lot of the other stuff did kind of take the attention away from from those negatives. The the fact that Willow was getting some TV time, the fact that Stokely was was doing his thing, the fact that Athena did great. I don't think Athena is going to take the title off of Jade, but I think it might be the biggest threat so far. Yeah, this there was so many fun things that happened here. I have been pushing for Will Nightingale for months and months and months. I love seeing her on my screen. She's so magnetic. She got a huge pop. She really seems to connect with the AEW crowd. I'm hoping that she's signed either for the Ring of Honor reboot or for the AEW roster. She's a blast. I thought Jade squatting her was super, super impressive. Um the upsides of Jade are that she can just do things that nobody else can do in the world. I was absolutely corpsing at Stokely getting hit by Chris Statlander, smacked on yes. the back of the head, which he deserved. Um, he said he's going to take the DBS title to the BT Awards, which I thought was great. <sighs> and I loved the um, Jericho naming her the Sports Entertainment of the Week stuff. I thought that was just so much fun. Uh, Rerun says, just a Willow Appreciation Humper chat. And I loved Kristen Highlander smacking Stoke in the head. <laughs> Kristen Highlander, the alien with the big head. <laughs> Mike Preventure says, Orange Cassidy and Stokely is a must-watch. It is. Please check that out. So funny. CG Pasco says, any chance Omega or Punk appears on Forbidden Door? Uh, maybe, and I think Punk might just like be there. Like That would make sense if he was there. Uh, I think it's possible Omega might show up. Joel says, do you think Ali tries to get his release again with anything going on, or do you think he's content now? I mean, he's on TV doing some stuff. I think he's probably content, but I don't want to speak for him. But I think he'll probably ask again. But that's just me guessing. Tanahashi and Mox against Jericho and Archer for Dynamite. Rapongi Vice, United Empire, FTR, winner take all at Forbidden Door. Jay says, pumped about the winner take all match at Forbidden Door. Who you got? It should be FTR. They are the hottest team out there. It should be them. And then you know what? At Bound for Glory, they should win the Impact Tag Team titles too. And then they should win the AEW Tag Team titles. They are the most over team in the world right now. Yeah, I was, I agree with you. And I felt like with Jurassic Express dropping, that was the right call. And Felt like their title reign was getting a little bit lost and it was not their fault. I think part of it is just even with the titles, they felt like the third most important tag team on the show. Understandable. You cannot take anything away from, from what they did with those titles and the matches that they had. It just feels like FTR is on this like 
absolutely historic run, and I think that they should capitalize on it. And putting it on the Young Bucks makes it very easy to turn around and give it to whoever you want to do. Um, they're going to put on bangers as long as they have the the titles, right? So um, it can be transitional. They can hold it for a while and drop later. I hope it's to proud and powerful, but I agree with you. Just let FTR run the gamut, go on a Kenny Omega level belt collector run and do it on the tag side. I think they deserve it. That would be awesome. Tom LaValle says Rampage was fun tonight. Love Willow. Did you catch it next week at Forbidden Door? FTR is going to add a seventh star in the IWGP Tag Championships. Cash is great and Dax is the best wrestler in the world. Man, let me tell you how happy it makes me to hear that because you will not find somebody more passionate, both from a positive and a negative standpoint, than Dax. Like, he's a perfectionist and he loves wrestling. When those two guys asked for their releases, WWE said, no, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to give these tag titles and these tag titles and these tag titles. And how about this amount of money, this large amount of money? And they said, no, you don't get it. We want this shit to matter. We want this to matter. And I'll always have respect to them for that. Uh, Taker's Dong says, Chance, Punk, and Brian are back by 720 Dynamite. I would be shocked if Punk was back by then. And I think Brian is, I, I want to say, he's likely touch and go. Uh, I heard he had a concussion. I don't know for a fact that he had a concussion, but if that's the case, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, yes, he will be. Terry Allen Jr. says, any Dave Hebner memories? RIP Dave Hebner, the twin brother of Earl Hebner. Obviously, the the, the twin situation uh, back in the day was was the big one uh, where they they had the double refs that the with the plastic surgery or whatever that was. I thought that was a good spot, but rest in peace, Dave Hebner. You hate to hear that. I'm able says wishing for what's a baddie to a boss promo from Sasha. Ooh, that's good. Ooh. Eli says, what are the odds LIJ appear at Forbidden Door? Hiromu has an upcoming title match, but the show will feel incomplete without Hiromu, Naito, or Shingo. I mean, I think if you don't have Naito, Hiromu, Shingo, Okada, or Kenny, or Punk, that's rough. Yeah. That's rough. You got to get some of those guys on that show. Especially because this has felt like a collision of all stars. So to not be sending your best from either brand kind of feels like a little bit of a letdown, though they did say that they want to make this an annual event. So there's hope that we would be able to get that stuff in the future, but yeah. I agree. Wombat says they address Zack Sabre Jr. Dominion press promo and rampage. Could we get him and Brian still? And Vincent says, Excalibur mentions Hack Saber calling out Danielson tonight. That's no accident, right? Usually it's not, but I have not heard an update on Danielson, so I don't want to say, yeah, sure, that's happening and get people's hopes up. But um, usually it's not an accident, but AEW has been a little quicker to to note things that just get that just happen. Like their Distry, own title? Yeah, Distry <laughs> says, Dax is a serious contender for Wrestler of the Year 2022. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's wrestled almost two dozen times and across ROH and across the Indies and AEW and AAA. Like he's, he's making a real great case and um, it makes me very, very happy. I loved that match on Wednesday. I thought it was uh, just unbelievably good. And even on top of that, they had the, the young bucks match that, that was highly acclaimed. They had the, the, the Briscoes match. They had the match with, uh, Punk and Moxley, that was just outstanding. 
Uh, there was the singles match that was was amazing. Then the Punk versus Dax match, the the Cole versus Dax match. All these are bangers. All of them are bangers. Yeah, and in so many different contexts too. To go from six man tags to tag teams to so- singles matches, like just outstanding, outstanding professional wrestling. Darby Allen defeated Bobby Fish, and then we got the return of Sting. Makes me happy to see Sting back. You know, anytime a guy like that needs to take some time off, I'm like, oh no, oh no, is this it? I'll never take for granted the moments of Sting that we have now because I never thought we were going to get a WWE run, and then I thought because of the WWE run, we might not ever get anything else. So again, I'll never take that for granted. So every time I see him jump off of something, Every time I see him hit a scorpion death drop, even when I see him botch shit, I'm like, I'm just lucky to have this. Sting was quite literally the first thing I saw in wrestling. It was him, uh, I want to say the Great Muta, maybe, and Ric Flair. And it was in like some terrible cage situation. It was when Sting hurt his knee. And to be able to still see him, I'll never take it for granted, but... Also never take a Darby Allen suicide die for granted. Joey Bagadonut says, what a suicide die by Darby. Bobby Fish hasn't seen a suicide dive like that since Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I am always here for Bobby Fish jokes. Uh, I didn't watch wrestling growing up, so I didn't really have like any, you want to say something, what do you want to say? Somebody mentioned Muta, Ric Flair, Sting, all still technically wrestling. Well, yes. one of them Shit. is wrestling. Yes. Two of them are doing things in or around a wrestling ring. One yeah. went to 40 doctors to try and make that happen. Um, I didn't watch Sting growing up. I don't really have any childhood memories, but I obviously, you know, I'm a big believer in doing research on things and I, it's very easy to connect to the appeal. Yeah. I'm more of a surfer Sting gal myself than the crow, but um it's it's not lost on me when I go to AEW events and get to see him live, like how special it is that I get to see Sting and CM Punk and like Daniel Garcia in the same wrestling timeline, like or even Tony Schiavone. Like it's it's pretty crazy to um get to span that many legends in one show and ones that were before I started wrestling have a a special attachment to me in a totally different way. So I know he was a lot of people's like guy that got them into wrestling. I never had that moment. So it's kind of cool to watch someone like I just have their legend and now I get to go and see them live is a a pretty special experience, but very glad to see him back. He looked great. Um, And always here for Bobby fish jokes. (laughs) And I really appreciated his tights with the dead fish on the back. That's always fun. (laughs) History says love Jericho calling him a prehistoric fish on commentary uh we've got joel wood saying i think ftr's had the longest number one contendership to yet to have a title shot in AEW history yeah and they don't seem too thrilled about it and they shouldn't uh, jay says what do you think the bucks are gonna do at forbidden door Ooh, um see well it depends on on how they apply bullet club to them like do they still consider themselves Bullet Club? Will they like will will they be keen on that? Will they try to try to work against Bullet Club? I think that could be interesting. Raj says, "What I would give for Wee Man versus Sami Zayn versus Brock instead." <laughs> <laughs> Sami oh, Zayn rules. 
Hey, what's that over there says sucks that AAA and CML problems couldn't prevent, prevent the, or problems do prevent Lucha brothers and Andrade from being on forbidden door. Uh, by the way, uh, Luis Polito, thank you for the, the help with that article. He's been doing a ton of great work. In addition to the great modding this week, well, we got some details on that on fightful.com, but how about this guys? I'm going to have more details on fightfulselect.com. I'm going to have backstage news all weekend on whatever it is that's going on. I'm sure there's going to be stuff. There's lots of stuff, but I'm going to have some more Vince reactions tomorrow, but Hey, we're inching closer to 7,000. It's a goal that I never ever thought was possible. Um, I didn't think 3,000 was possible. There's so many times I think about right before I started, like I I love making techno team 2000 jokes at every turn and you had 2000 subscribers. And I think that was like a year ago. And now yeah. look at where we are, which is so exciting. But in relation to that super chat, I'm so bummed. There's so many dream matches of Andrade versus whoever in yeah. New Japan that I want to see. I'm so bummed by the politics of that. CG, uh, we've still got a couple super chats rolling in. My God, people won't let us go. What the hell? <laughs> CG Pasco says, pretty quiet on the MJF front. Is this discipline unfolding or are we going to get blindsided by a big payoff? I think he'll pop back up, but I, I've not heard from him, and I've not heard from anybody that has heard from him since the Friday after his promo. Hey, what's that over there? Says most likely the Bucks face the Good Brothers for the AEW tag titles. Possibly, possibly. And Sour Graps Alex Alexander Palowski says Sour Graps on Fightful Select after this show finally ends. So here we are, an hour forty on a Friday. Not only did I show up. I should for an hour and 40 minutes on a Friday You're for love of the game. My peck is like purple right now. I'm just hobbling around. I got the CM Punk walking boot on. Oh my God. My goodness. But guys, seriously, thank you so much for all the subscribers to Fightful Select. We're closing in on 7,000. There is no other wrestling property to my knowledge that has 3,000. So the fact that we are about to hit 7,000 is really humbling to me, and I appreciate you guys so much. Holy shit, this has been the most insane week, the most insane month, and I don't think it's going to stop. We got we got <laughs> two pay-per-views this weekend, AAA and Impact. And then next weekend, New Japan and AEW are like, ah, let's hang out together and do one. And then the weekend after that, it's Money in the Bank from Vegas. Hey, what's that over there? It says, never going to see Harumo versus Phoenix. Well, Kate, tell them where they can see you. Well, you can probably catch me on Sour Graphs right after this because, holy cow, how are we not going to talk about this in a more sour way? Um, You can catch me on Tuesdays doing the NXT post show with Alex, uh, who I will be joining shortly. And you can catch me on Wednesdays at the Mark Order Pod. And every Friday, I still show up to work. So whether he's here or not, let me tell you. Really let me tell you. You're probably going to need to find a fill-in next Friday. <laughs> you Just know what, saying. buddy? You earned it. You earned it real hard. Everybody in wrestling, calm down so Sean can watch a league of their own this weekend, please. I watched Lightyear yesterday. It was great. It was wonderful. It made me very happy. Then it's I because you're to... a baseball guy that I'm like, I can't believe you haven't seen a league of their own. I'll watch it. I'm going to try to watch it this weekend. But guys, thank you all so much. Sour Graps over on Fightful Select. So go subscribe. Until next time. We are out.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.